Welcome to Business Purpose and Clarity with Petri. I'm your host. We talk about startup life, insights, practical tips, mistakes, failures, and everything between. Which one you prefer? Sales, revenues, or fundraising and diluting your capital? Well, it's not a trick question, but I think you should ask it a bit more often. I've seen it many times. It even makes me a bit frustrated to see that founders who already have a company going, they have some kind of a product to sell, MVP. So they have means to actually generate revenues, get customers, get paid. And if your burn rate is not that high, even make it to happen with your revenues. But instead, you go fundraising and you dilute your company. And in places where the money is not exactly on tap, so outside of US, many places in Europe and other parts of the world, angel investors and VCs are not that easy to get in your company and invest on you. It takes a lot of massage, takes a lot of meetings, takes a lot of talking and convincing. So you're doing sales, but you're not selling your product. You're not advancing the company by focusing on the customers or potential customers, learning about the market, learning about the product market fit, having a dialogue with the real users of your products. you putting your focus on investors, people who are not your customers, and this way you postponing the inevitable, the thing what you need to do anyways, which is to find customers and sell in order to gain revenues in scale. Well, it's not that simple, obviously. I understand there are cases where you need to focus on R&D and doing sales might be distracting if you have high growth targets. So this is not any magic bullet, but diluting your company is neither. In any case, investors are always interested. What are your numbers? What's your traction? How do you get that? Well, you do that by selling. The hard part is obviously to get your sales to the level that you are sustainable. But if you think about it this way, if you can crack that egg, if you can make your company cash flow neutral, you have more liberty. You have more freedom. And I'm quite positive that you are more relaxed in your business as well. And if you're in that position, maybe you build a better company as well. Maybe you are more sensitive and can take bets, risks, and look things from a different angle when you are not in a position to chase for money because you know that your cash flow is running low. Diluting your company 
is something you will see at the end. And too many cases, the founders, when doing when the exit happens, do not get as much as they wish they would have got when they started, or how much effort and work they have put into the company. So keep this in mind. Maybe you decide to take the hard route instead of the shortcut and put your effort more on the sales and make the push where you can float. You have a bit of float in your cash flow as well in your bank account. Then you can make the financing game to work to your advantage. In my other podcast, Talks with Petri, we've been discussing in at least a few episodes where VCs are chasing you. When you don't need the money, the tables turn. They will start to knock on your door and you can choose. You can leverage the situation and get the growth money the growth funds needed to accelerate the good stuff, things which are already working, that's a really good position to be. But no worries if you're not there. The most complex, the most difficult things are done in the beginning. It's getting easier, at least relatively less risky. Each and every day, each and every time you have accomplished and clicked those tasks and de-risked your company. So good luck building your company and non-diluting your cap table.